Thanks for downloading this podcast from RNIB Connect Radio. You're listening to RNIB Connect Radio. Now it's time to have our taste buds tantalised because joining me on the line is our very own blind chef, Ian Gentle. How are you this week, Ian? I'm very well, Jill, thank you. This week, what do we have for you is a cottage pie. This is a kind of three-in-one effort this week you've got on the menu for us because uh, you don't have to have it with just beef, do you? Basically, the cottage pie contains beef with a little bit of thyme. If you use instead uh, minced lamb with a little bit of rosemary, that makes it a shepherd's pie. And if you are not allowed red meat for some reason, well, in my house, we sometimes do it with ground turkey and a little bit of sage, and we call that a gobbler's pie. Oh, amazing. I've never heard of gobbler's pie, but, you know, being somebody that likes a bit of grub, then uh, I think I'll definitely need to try this one out. Could you do it with chicken as well? You can, but it doesn't really work quite so well. Chicken is very light flavour. Okay, so it needs something with a little bit of kind of kick to it. Indeed, a bit darker. Okay, so um, what do we need then? Here's the list of ingredients. We have a large carrot, about a kilogram of large Maris Piper potatoes. Now, just a word about that. When I go shopping for potatoes and I get them to take me around the, the supermarket, I get them to take me to the large loose potatoes. And for this, I'll pick out by groping around four or five large Maris Piper potatoes. Then you need a large onion, which is about 180 grams, two cloves of garlic, about 300 grams of minced beef. Now, this is for two people I'm cooking here. Uh, three to four tablespoons of sunflower oil or other light oil, uh, one 400 gram tin of chopped tomatoes, a teaspoonful of thyme, a dash of Worcestershire sauce, a teaspoonful of salt and black pepper to taste. Now for equipment, we start off as always with a bowl of hot soapy water, always, always handy to have next to you, a Y-shaped vegetable peeler. This is a kind of vegetable peeler that is literally shaped like a Y. The bottom straight part is the handle. And between the two arms of the Y, there's a piece of metal which has got a blade incorporated in it. And it's almost impossible to cut yourself with uh, this kind of peeler. I strongly recommend it. You can cut yourself with it, but you have to work hard at it. Then uh, I use a rectangular enamel oven-proof dish, about 26 centimetres by 19 centimetres, but any small oven-proof dish will do. You're going to need a chopping board, a good sharp knife, a wooden spatula, a table knife, a colander, a saucepan for the pie filling, a saucepan for the potatoes, a saucepan for the carrots, a potato masher, a bowl for the potatoes, and I'll talk about that later, and two talking kitchen timers is what I use. Now the method. We start off with the carrot. We peel the carrot. Hold the carrot in your left hand, if you're right-handed, and you have the peeler in the other. Lay the top edge, the cross part of the peeler slightly below the top end of the carrot and draw downwards with a little bit of pressure and that removes a strip of peel from the carrot. Rotate it in your fingers to the left, place the peeler back on the top of the carrot and repeat and you keep on rotating and drawing that peeler down the carrot and you can tell the difference between the bit you've peeled and the bit you haven't because the bit you've peeled is sort of wet and the peeled bit is still dry. Now when you've gone right round the carrot, lay it down in front of you, you want to chop the top and bottom of it. So chop the top off, that's where the the leaves come out, and about a centimetre off the tip end of the carrot, because that's a bit undigestible. 
Now, then we want to slice the carrot into about, oh, just under a quarter of an inch discs. And we use the same technique as we've used before, like when we were slicing courgettes which is to lay the flat edge of the, of the knife up against the end of the carrot, put your fingernails about a quarter inch down, then lay the flat edge of the knife against your nails and chop down. And you repeat that until you cut the carrot into discs. Then you pop those into a pan, cover with water, and put on the hob, bring to a boil, and boil for about, I would say, eight minutes. Strain and then set aside. Then we peel the potatoes with the same technique, but you've got a nice big potato in your hand. This is why large potatoes are much, much easier to, to handle than small ones when you're peeling them. And again, you draw the Y-shaped peeler down the side of the potato and you keep on doing that and rotating the potato until you've removed all the peel from the sides of the potato. And you've just got a bit of peel at the top and at the bottom, which you quickly whip off with the peeler. Well, then you want to cut the potato up into about two inch cubes big chunks. Pop them into a pan, add a pinch of salt, bring to the boil, then when they're at the boil, reduce the heat to medium and let them simmer and set the timer for 20 minutes. Now when they are cooked, you strain off the water, return to the pan and mash with the potato masher. There are several different kinds on the market. Mine's a sort of plunger with a flat plate at the bottom with big square holes in and you Keep mashing until you can feel that uh, there are no more chunks left in that potato. Adding a knob of butter at this point is, is optional. Then when you've done that, decant them into a bowl. This is important because what you want to do then is put the potato pan straight into your bowl of hot soapy water. Because if you let that dry, that potato that's left in the pan, if it dries, it becomes really hard to wash up. So do yourself a favor decant the mashed potatoes into a bowl and put the saucepan into water straight away. Then, while the potatoes are boiling, you want to peel and slice the onions and garlic, as we've mentioned uh, the techniques for doing that in two previous programs. Then you put the oil into a saucepan and put it over a medium heat and drop a couple of bits of onion or garlic in until it begins to sizzle. And when you hear it sizzling, add the rest of the garlic and onion, reduce the heat to low, stir cover and allow to cook off for about five minutes. Then you add the beef to the pan and raise the heat to medium and you cook stirring constantly with the wooden spatula for about two minutes. The meat tends to sort of form clumps while this is happening but these are easy to break up by stabbing downwards uh, with the edge of the spatula. Then add salt, pepper, thyme and a dash of Worcester sauce and then cook and stir for another two minutes. Add the tin of chopped tomatoes, bring to a simmer, and again, cook and stir for another two minutes. Reduce the heat to low and cover and allow to simmer for 10 minutes, stirring occasionally. Then we preheat the oven to gas mark 7, that's 220 degrees centigrade, about 420 degrees Fahrenheit. And then we want to spread the carrots on the bottom of the uh, oven-proof dish. Then tip the meat mixture on top of the carrots. And now we want to put the mashed potatoes on the top. And what I do is with my rectangular pan, the potatoes have now cooled. I stick my spatula into the mashed potatoes. And with my other hand, I make sure that I've got a sort of one inch thick layer of potatoes on the spatula, lift it out, lay it on top of the meat in the, in the oven proof dish. And I use a palette knife to go behind the potato and I draw the spatula back and I've got a little layer of potato on top of the meat. Then I do that 
going across the oven-proof dish across the top until the entire top is covered with lumps of mashed potato. Then I smooth it with a spatula and then I use a fork to score along the potato across along the top and that actually uh, means that you're going to get a nice crispy surface to your your finished cottage pie and then we put the dish into the oven and we cook for about 40 minutes now my oven is a bit uneven so after 20 minutes i open the door and i turn the tin round through through 90 degrees so it cooks evenly and i serve that with broccoli or some other kind of steamed veg and that my dears is ian's cottage pie Oh my goodness, that just sounds absolutely delicious. I do love cottage pie, I really do. And I like the way that you've adapted it, you know, because not everybody does eat red meat. Um, You know, some people just uh, don't like beef or they don't like lamb. So to be able to do it with Mm. turkey as well, I would never have thought of, Ian. So that's a really nice one. And sage is one of my favourite herbs. So turkey and sage just sounds beautiful. I'm definitely going to try that. Time with beef, rosemary with lamb, sage with any kind of poultry. The thing is that some people have got health reasons for not eating red meat. Of course. Well, listen, do not worry if you missed any of Ian's ingredients, uh, because there is a wee list there. You can catch this on our podcast page or on Audioboom. We will be putting it up there, so uh, you will not miss out on these ingredients. But Ian, in the meantime, I'm going to make this. I made your chorizo, one pot stew. It was delicious. It's good, isn't it? Absolutely delicious and so incredibly easy. So uh, you are very, very much in my husband's good books at the moment and so am I. (laughs) Listen, you have a great weekend and thank you so much for joining us here on RNIB Connect Radio. We'll speak to you next week. I look forward to it. Bye, Jill. For more downloads like these, visit rnibconnectradio.org.uk slash podcasts.